This is an AMI podcast. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Let's bring in the founder of Cool Blinds Tech, Nelson Rago, to talk about what's happening in the world of accessible technology. Nelson is in Edmonton, Alberta. Hey, good morning, Nelson. Hey, good morning, Dave. So let's jump into your first story. The messaging app Slack has released some new accessibility updates. So what have they improved in terms of keyboard navigation? Uh, one of the uh, main changes they made with the keyboard, because there's uh, actually quite a few uh, keyboard navigation uh, that um, blind and partially sighted users can use, is uh, the F6 and the tab keys. Uh, so for example, uh, the F6 uh, would be utilized uh, um, to be able to uh, change the uh, the focus of the uh, of where you're going uh, within sections, or sorry, between sections, and then the uh, the tab key allows you to uh, navigate uh, within the, those sections. So uh, they they've simplified it uh, for those, um, uh, and this is I think for Windows users. And then for the Mac, um, they'll uh, they have enabled the uh, the command control uh, in addition of the left and right arrow uh, to do the the same sort of uh, navigation. On the uh, the Slack app. What about for people who like to use a screen reader? So, so one of the this is a major uh, actually update for accessibility. So they've actually redesigned the interface of the app. So there there was a lot of uh, extra info that was displayed before. So they've they've actually simplified and, and made it easier for uh, blind users to actually navigate uh, the app. So there isn't too much information that the, they're taking in and just the information that they need. Uh, so that's the that's the main change they made uh, for uh, uh, screen reader users that are interfacing with the uh, the app itself. Yeah, knock out the clutter, right? It just stands to reason. Knock out the yep. clutter on screen. Give me the information I need. It's going to be easier for me to use voiceover tech. Exactly. Yeah. What about a customization? Uh, are, are what kind of freedom does a user have to do a customization within the app or within the platform to meet their needs? Yeah, so so they've added some uh, uh, new uh, preferences. Uh, so, for example, a, a blind user may, they might want the uh, the sidebar uh, always on. So they've enabled that so that uh, uh, that user can leave that on. Um, and then there's a couple other features as well that they've enabled uh, uh, as well. So that's but that's uh, one uh, feature that uh, they've enabled. And in terms of uh, when this is going to be released, is it already available? Uh, initially, it was supposed to come out on the 10th, and then um, they end up releasing it. Uh, I haven't checked recently, but uh, it's actually supposed to be yesterday that this is supposed to be out. Uh, so I, I would check your, your your updates in Slack to see if uh, you got that uh, um, notification to push up for your updates on your device. Right on. Okay, let's move on to a different piece of technology. Let's talk about Waymo. Autonomous driving technology has added new accessibility features to their autonomous taxis. We've got four to walk through, so let's begin with the first one. Yeah, this is something that uh, is near and dear to me because uh, <laughs> I want this to happen sooner than later. <laughs> it's a little bit uh, tough relying on other people to give you rides all the time. So, uh, but uh, the um, the dome on they're calling it a robo taxi, um, but the dome on top is uh, and this would be for uh, partially sighted users uh, or that, that are using the service. Uh, so you'll have your initials on, on top of the dome as it gets uh, uh, relatively close to where you're where you're at. Uh, there's also a, an identification ID for the vehicle itself. Uh, where you can customize the uh, the letters themselves um, as far as the, the colors. So it gives you a couple of different options. Uh, it's 
not 100% uh, uh, you know foolproof, but uh, you know it's it's better than just sort of walking into a taxi that uh, you shouldn't have been in to begin with. When we say autonomous taxis, these are self-driving taxis. Oh yeah, 100%. So so uh, they're actually doing this in uh, I think it's Phoenix, uh, Arizona. Is last time I checked. Uh, I'm sure they're doing a bunch of uh, tests uh, throughout different others, other cities. But uh, uh, from from what I've been reading, uh, Phoenix has been consistently uh, uh, running these taxis, uh, the service, for quite some time. So what are some of the other features that they're offering here to improve the accessibility experience? Uh, so uh, another feature that uh, they've enabled is uh, an obvious one. I, I'm surprised they didn't have this, is a turn-by-turn navigation. And not, not the turn-by-turn that you would have while you were in the car. Uh, but the turn by turn actually from where you're standing to where the vehicle is. So from you getting, uh, you know, to your location to where the, the, the vehicle is ready to pick you up. Uh, so they've enabled that. Uh, there's also another feature. Um, it's more of a compass uh, feature. It's like a d- distance to uh, uh, to the vehicle, uh, which complements the, uh, the GPS. Because, you know, GPS doesn't always uh, work all the time. And it's not the most accurate uh, depending on where you're at. So it, uh, it utilizes the, the compass on your phone, and then it communicates to you uh, with the turn-by-turn instructions to get to, to the vehicle. So that, that, uh, and then, th- that's one that I yeah. would appreciate. There's so many times yeah. <laughs> when uh, I get the little notification on my phone, I've arrived. Uh, no, you haven't. Where are you? Oh, well, I'm around the corner. Yeah, uh, so it's, it's, it's something that... Uh, uh, you know, I, I've never used the service. I, I've seen videos on it. Uh, I mean, it... it seems like it's pretty cool uh when i've seen the demos on it um but you know the, the fact that the, they're thinking about uh different abilities is uh is a pretty neat uh, perspective on things because uh you know eventually when that rolls out to canada hopefully in in our area then that uh you know they'll work out many of the bugs that they're uh, they're going through now in the, in the states nelson any other accessibility features you want to highlight here before we move on um, I'm, I'm trying to think of what the, the, the fourth one here is. Let, let me just quickly look here. Have it. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't, uh, they weren't listed for me here, so I can't help you. I can't, I can't pull you out of this ditch. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, little, I had little, it here in my car, phone little, here. Little, little car humor. You know what, Nelson? Oh, hey. go, yeah, oh, go, ahead. Right go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so, so they, they'll actually emit a melodic chime. Uh, I put the YouTube link on, on the CBT website. Uh, so instead of the typical sort of horn, uh, I'm not sure if you guys can grab that, but uh, it just gives sort of a sort of melodic, a melodic uh, sound. Uh, so it's a very pleasant sound uh, that you can hear uh, while the vehicle is uh, calling out for you. Very good. Nelson, let's uh, move on to your tech tip here. Last week we were talking about unsending text messages after maybe we erroneously or erroneously hit send. This time yeah. you want to give us a tech tip in regards to deleting duplicate photos in iOS 16. Yeah, I was, I was just uh, testing this out on, on my phone uh, the other day. Um, I've always been leery about it because there's a lot of uh, family uh, stuff in there. And I, I've tried using third-party apps uh, to you know, some limited uh, success uh, because you know, a lot of them aren't very accessible. Uh, believe it or not, that they don't actually think about blind people when they're <laughs> they're updating uh, photo apps uh, on uh, devices. Uh, but Apple's got it actually built in. Um, so instead of having a, sep- a separate piece of uh, software, uh, if you go to Photos and then scroll down to um, uh, to the uh, to the Albums tab, 
And then from there, I usually navigate by header because there's a lot to go through. Uh, you can find the utilities area and there uh, you could find uh, duplicates. So yeah, so you tap on duplicates. And in my case, uh, I found uh, 7,000 uh, pictures and videos that were uh, duplicates, uh, which you know takes up a lot of space on on, uh, on iCloud uh, Drive. So uh, in my in my case, I selected all, and then I uh, just um, uh, select merge, and then it will uh, remove the, all the duplicated uh, videos. And then there's another option as well uh, that has uh, similar videos and pictures, but different uh, metadata. So it'll give you that option as well if you want to. Uh, get rid of similar pictures. Uh, you know, something when you do like a burst or something, uh, you can have like five or six pictures that are all the same. So uh, it gives you that option as well uh, to actually do that. And, it, and it's very easy to, to do. And uh, I haven't checked with anyone to see how well it worked, but uh, I, I've, I've definitely uh, you know, lightened the load on my uh, iCloud drive. Nice. Saving that saving that space in the cloud, my friend. More room yeah, for and this more is stuff. For, yeah, and this is for iOS 16, so so don't check now because you're not going to have it. So, but uh, probably in the next few weeks when Apple comes out uh, with their new devices, uh, iOS 16 users will be able to uh, utilize that feature in the, the uh, Photos app. Very good. Nelson, thank you for this. We'll talk to you next. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Next week.